if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, I think we're on. All right. I know how to do it. I know how to do it. Watch this. Uh, All right. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, this is the worst one yet. Wow. We're reviewing the Elite Eight, which happened over the last two days. I don't even know what's in my pocket right now. What the hell is going on? Um, So... I guess it was Monday that, you know, the games started. And I think, honestly, every single one of these games went how we thought they would. Now, I, other than the fact that, I guess you picked Michigan, I didn't, you know, the whole thing uh, went for me. But anyway, um, Gonzaga killing USC, I guess we didn't see. I, thought, I think we thought that would be a little bit closer. Yeah. But uh, I think they told us that nobody's touching them and they might beat UCLA by 50. But Yeah. Yeah, it, that game was unreal. Uh, USC was real sloppy with the ball early. Um, I just looked up their turnover. They only had nine turnovers, which they had to have all those in like the first ten minutes of the game. They had like six really yeah. early. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was quite a showing from Gonzaga. Um, yeah, and the USC game is going to be ugly, I think, or UCLA. Game but hey, be, you know. Yeah. Gonzaga can't hold their own in the Big Ten, though, right? So you just have to <laughs> calm down about Gonzaga. But, you All know, right. here's a – let's start with the first game, which is Oregon – I don't know what – I just – I pressed a button and I heard something. I okay. Um, repeating yourself? Uh, so let's start with the first game, Oregon State-Houston, which I had uh, 68-60. It finished 67-61. Um, I think this went out we expected, and the only reason that Houston won was probably because of their offensive rebounding. Yeah, they they were pretty solid on offensive boards. Um, I mean, the this game, I you thought that it was just going to be over, and then Oregon State made a run, and you know it just it it was surprising that it was even close. To be honest with you, that's kind of a double digit seeds in the Elite Eight works, uh, like. They are overmatched typically when it comes down to it, but then they eventually make a run, make it look like they might be able to come back, and then they lose. That's kind of how it's gone in the past. Um, but I need to make a tweet right now. Sorry, morning time. My dogs are gonna be stupid. Um, I'm gonna make a tweet here to try to get people to join us. Okay, <laughs> so you can go ahead and talk about Oregon State. Um, yeah, I you know, we. We talked about players and stuff. Uh, Ethan Tom- Thompson wasn't great this game. Told you they um, had someone who could take him away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and Houston looked looked good up until kind of towards the end um, when they kind of let Oregon State get back in it. But it it never seemed like it was like Oregon like Houston was out of the game. You know what I mean? Like that they were going to lose this game. I know it got close there for a little bit, but Oregon State was just a little too sloppy. I mean, uh, I think people aren't giving Houston a fair shot against Baylor. Like, they have a chance, but... I agree. 
they have a good defense, but here's the difference. I think when I texted you a couple of days ago is Baylor can rebound much better than anybody Houston's played for probably the entire season. Yeah. And Houston's been a weird team. Like they lost to East Carolina. I mean, I don't really know how that happened. And they would have probably they I guess they beat Memphis, but they almost lost that game. They had that half court buzzer beater to win it. But I mean Houston's really good. I don't think people are giving them a fair shot against Baylor because I think they have it, but I do I like Baylor in that game. But uh, let's go down to Baylor, Arkansas, which started out like Baylor was going to beat them by 50. And, uh, you know, Moses Moody was not good. And I remember saying this on the uh, show on Monday that if Moses Moody is taken away by somebody or isn't playing well, Arkansas doesn't have much of a chance. They kept it closer than it looked like they were going to. What was it, a nine-point game? I had it at seven. Yeah. I mean, they covered the spread. Yeah. Baylor was an eight-point favorite. Yeah, this was another game where, you know, you thought the game was over and then Arkansas made a run back. Um, and Baylor just they, – they just kind of take over and, and Arkansas didn't have an answer for Macy Oteague down the stretch. Uh, you know, hitch and all, that ball goes down, so – Shot. <laughs> it, it was it's uh not pretty but yeah moses moody it seemed like at points he was trying to take the game over which i think hurt arkansas in the end um but you know for for the way these two games started i really thought that you know they were going to be blowouts they weren't going to be fun to watch and they ended up you know actually being pretty good games. So, I mean, you know, I just think that the better teams won. Obviously. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Note fouling out with 14 minutes left is a uh, questionable officiating, yeah. questionable coaching. Yeah. I, and I don't know if, if, if they didn't realize that he got that foul down low um, and, and left him in. But I mean, to come down and, and, you know, get a charge on on him just kind of killed killed Arkansas. So. You think officials have been more like wanting to call charges in the I last I feel like week? that's all they call. Yeah. It's unreal. I, and there's, I don't get it. And there's also been some bad ones too. Like the uh what game was that? Was that the I think it was an Oregon State game. Was it Loyola Chicago? That horrible charge. Yeah. Ethan Thompson was like moving his feet and then yeah. Just fell and they gave him the call. That was bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can call a charge. They can call a charge if if you're moving your feet. If you take like an elbow, right? I mean, if yeah, you, the, if the offensive player some goes idiot in, idiot on Twitter wanted to talk about him lowering his shoulder when it which was didn't obviously no. he was obviously just going to the hoop. I mean, I I get it. If a guy puts his shoulder into the chest, yeah, call a charge. But but man, it that's. I feel I feel like you're absolutely correct. I feel like the charge call and Jay Billis I know hates the charge block call, but it it, it has gotten to a point where anytime a guy falls down, yeah, it's a charge where where they were supposed to implement this flop rule and that's just, they don't even call them anymore. I mean, you see them every once in a while and the ones that they do call don't look like flops. So I don't know. Officiating, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'd rather that they not call anything. Yeah. On some of those. Yeah. Let them go. Like, Let them just, play. Just go. If you're going to 
have some moron just fall backwards for no reason <laughs> when he gets bumped, then right. what's the point of making the call? I agree. But they don't know what they're doing, so whatever. It is what it is. Um, Maybe we can become officials and show them. Exactly. Um, so Baylor and Houston will play in the first game on Saturday. I think that's at like 5 Central or 4 Central or something. I don't know. Uh, the times are weird. Five, like yeah, 437 or something. Yeah, something weird. Um, so Baylor's a five point favorite in that it's at 414 central. So, I mean, okay. it's gonna be close. Five points is fair, I guess. Baylor does come in as a better team, obviously, playing in the Big 12 and yeah, dominating for a lot of the season. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I honestly I think Houston has a shot, but I don't know. I said that about USC and USC got embarrassed, so um, <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, we'll see what happens. I I don't know. I just hope they're good games because I like. I hopefully this is a good game because I think the Gonzaga UCLA game is just going to be a slaughter. This so. will be a good game. I don't see either one of these teams getting blown out. Right. So I think there's a good chance that this will be the better game. Then everyone will fall asleep for the Gonzaga game. <laughs> True. Um, let's talk about Gonzaga USC, which I had at like seven. Points. It was like a million. What was the final score? I don't even know. Uh, it wasn't it good. Was 85-66. I'm close. right. I mean, it was, it was more than that, if we're being honest. There was a couple buckets down the stretch for USC. It probably should have been 20-plus. Yeah. But you know, Gonzaga got in their, their guys at the end of the bench. So. If you think about this, I mean, we, we had some thoughts about USC's length in their zone. And what yep. they could do defensively, and all Drew Timmy did was go out there and destroy Evan. Shoot Moore. it up, he said. I mean, he that wasn't was close. But that's, I mean, that's how you beat a zone with a guy like Timmy. I mean, that that can work the middle, and you know, he he's a good passer. He died. He did force up a few shots, I thought. Um, but I mean, he was feeling it though. He had like eleven he was, points. He's unreal, minutes. you know, and you know, that's. That's what we call cool in the business. I mean, it <laughs> I guess that's what we call it. And you're telling me uh, Cody Riley has any chance against Drew Timmy? I mean, there's no way. No. Timmy the, might have 30 points if he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Riley like, might be fouled out in the oh first my God. 12 minutes. So. And finally, this is a game where Kispert was starting to make some shots. I mean, he was inefficient. Like, he was like six for 18, but he had three threes. Uh, his shot is so flat. He's I never just... open. Like they try to take the team's trying to take him away. What's the point in trying to if you're gonna play Gonzaga? I think we've learned that you don't you shouldn't try to take one guy away. Because if right. you do that, then Suggs and Nimhard and Ayai and Timmy are gonna eat you alive. Yeah, and, and Suggs was was really good this game. I mean 18 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists. Yeah, you know, that's it's impressive. That's like a six two guard, by the way. So right, right. Yeah. I, I just USC just looks flustered. It makes me wonder if Gonzaga beats UCLA by forty. I mean, I know it's the tournament, and I know UCLA's been good defensively. I guess I mean Michigan's offense was embarrassing last night, but yeah. um, I don't. I just don't see any way Gonzaga loses in this tournament. I think they're going to win the whole thing. Yeah, and they should. I mean, they're going to have to have the most off night they've ever had. I think they, they, had, have... they had an off night against. Uh, they weren't even that good against Creighton and beat them. Well, I mean, you look so. at you, you know, people talk about or uh, people on Twitter talk about 
this game, and it was like one of Gonzaga's worst shooting games, and they still won by 19. They have so. not shot the ball very well no. overall in the tournament, and they've no. won every single game still by double digits. Yeah. They beat Norfolk State by like 43. But their worst shooting game is also shooting 50% from the field. So, I mean, Creighton, they shot like 40% from yeah. – or it was like – well, I guess – Creighton, it was like 30-something percent from three, but they always saved themselves with the two because they were like 70% from two. Yeah. Timmy makes everything. Yeah, that's what – yeah. Because so, they were only 33% from three in this game. So They saved their field goal percentage with the two. Seven of 21. Corey Kispert, three of 10. Chuck him yeah. up, young man. I mean, he he's never open. You never know. <laughs> you got to get in transition for him to get the good you gotta, looks. You got to appreciate his, his willingness to shoot the ball, though. And his line drive release. And which... and I think the thing that, like I said, like USC was out of the gate, just lost. Um, and a big part of that was Gonzaga's defense, which nobody talks about. You I know? thought it was going to turn out to be like 2015. You probably don't remember this game. 2015 CBS Sports Classic. It was like December. It was that Kentucky team that went 38-1. Uh, and one, okay. and they uh, were playing UCLA. This is a UCLA team that had like – Steve Alford's team, obviously, had his kid on there. I don't know who else was on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kentucky was up 24 nothing right away and won the game by, like, 50. I thought this was going to be one of those games. Yeah. Like, UCLA started out 0 for 16 from the field in that game, <laughs> which doesn't even seem possible. Yeah. Of course, that Kentucky team, you think about it, their starting lineup was 6'6", 6'6", 6'8", 6'9", 7-foot. Actually, I think it was 6'6". 6'6, 6'9, 6'11, 6'10, 7. That was that lineup. So yeah. can't go into the paint. But Gonzaga would, <laughs> I still think Gonzaga would beat. I, I would put Gonzaga up against any team over the last 10 years. Any team, they'd beat them. I think so. Yeah. 09 UNC, too. I don't care what anybody says. Everyone's like, Gonzaga's the best team since 2009 North Carolina. They're better than 2009 North Carolina. <laughs> Get that out. And here. think about this the 1976 Indiana team. Never made a three-pointer that season. There definitely was a three-point line, but there wasn't. But I'm just going to say there was. So, ha. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't make a three. Was there a line? No, but yes. So, ha. They didn't need one. Gonzaga would kill that team. Yeah, Gonzaga would kill that team. But, you know. Um, That Indiana program is still overrated because of some of those teams. So, there you go. What a great job it is. You got Mike Woodson. Congrats. You got a combined age of 143 between your top assistant and head coach. <laughs> Good luck. Um, so now Michigan-UCLA, which was an ugly game. Not speaking a lot of, of points. Speaking of overrated, the Big Ten. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know what the hell happened to the Big Ten, but I, I think I think it was a matchups thing for some teams, and I think it was just I not playing well for some teams. Yeah. And uh, inability to close like Michigan State against UCLA, and now UCLA's in the Final Four. So, I don't know. This is one of the best coaching jobs in the last decade, I think, Mick Cronin. Think about this. They lost who was supposed to be their best recruit, Dacian Nix, was a five-star, went to the G League. He committed to UCLA, then went to the G League. And they lost Chris Smith to an ACL in December. He was their best player. He's gone. Now they're in the Final Four. Yeah, and they lost, uh, what, four, four of their, la- their last four regular season games or their last four games? Four-game losing streak going into the uh, going into the NCAA tournament, I think, because you got to count when they lost to Oregon State yeah. and they're up 32-16 in that game. How high is Bill Walton right now? 
someone should probably check on him. I think. <laughs> um, I did see somebody somebody uh, tweeted some guy that's verified on Twitter and said, "Have you have you text Bill Walton?" He said, "Yes, haven't heard anything back, but nothing's new." <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I I feel like this was my redemption for Oregon. Yeah, yeah. I said there was going to be a Pac-12 um, team in the Final Four, and I said UCLA. Do you He's think uh, you think Johnny Zuzang Juzang uh, listened to our podcast where we ranked him number eight out of the players, and he said, "Put some respect on my name." And then he had twenty eight. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he probably did. And I, said, I mean, I, said I mean, when you only got to score fifty one to win a game, you know, but yeah, Juzang had twenty eight of offense. them. Pretty impressive. I mean, I feel like Mitch. Uh, I feel like UCLA was meant to win this game. Like how many layups did Michigan miss down the stretch? Oh, they missed. Know. They missed what their last six shots, and they had three really good looks for yeah. three to win. I, uh, I mean Franz Wagner, great ball player. Man, he struggled, didn't he? How did he airball one, that? That was one of eight. Cool. Um, also, I know Michigan fans are like going after him and like you know calling him everything in the that's, book. That's Michigan fans for you. It's pretty much basketball fans. But, <laughs> true, you know. true. Um. But yeah, the one he airballed though, I mean, uh Brooks caught it. If he would have just he gathered time. himself, yeah. he had time, but he tried chucking it back up. That was him. weird. I mean, that was kind of messy. I, I I don't know how Wagner was closer on like the turnaround through point five left than the wide <laughs> open one. I why is why is Juwan going for the dub? I like why is he not trying to tie stupid. the game? Yeah, I mean I don't understand it. I understand what Tiger Campbell was doing defensively, but he and did not stay close enough to Mike Smith. In that he would no, they weren't even anywhere around him. They probably um, expected him to go to, in for the land. I to let them get the ball in at basically what you would call the volleyball line on a normal court. Um, to get it in that far, 30 feet with nobody on him, and then to just get a wide open three. I I mean UCLA <laughs> Probably should have lost that game with how many looks they gave. Yeah, I mean they did. They did get kind of lucky because 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 you know as much as Wagner wasn't good, he was wide open for that three that he took that he airballed. I mean, wide open. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to UCLA. I think you said UCLA would hold them under sixty. You didn't say fifty, but you said I think you said sixty. Close enough, you know, just <laughs> genius. But I'll tell you this: I don't know why Dickinson was the one inbounding that at the end. No, throw it up to him. He's taller. Hey, than you know, people say, "Oh, well, he's tall. He, he they wouldn't be able to get the ball in. They weren't guarding the inbounder. I don't know what that even means. I feel like so, it's typical of Big Ten coaches <sighs> to play hero ball now at the end of games. Yeah, like we've I agree. seen. Illinois do that. We've seen Ohio State do that. We've seen Michigan State do that. And, where you just ISO a guy one on one, or just throw up a three when you don't need one. And I don't know if it was UCLA's defense or or Both. what, but but Michigan was not the Michigan team that you're used to, that passes the ball and and gets open looks. Um, they were forcing it to Dickinson a lot. It seemed like, um, and. You know, you have off nights, and and it's it's never great to have an off night uh, when you're trying to get a tr- stamp your ticket to the final four. So, their perimeter shooting is really hurting without livers. Yeah, I think. yeah. And if, Mike Smith is I only mean, if, good on those. If they have guys, livers, they win that. They game. probably yeah. win. Um, yeah. Livers, they they probably win going away. Actually, um, 
but you actually have a guy that can shoot a three, <laughs> take the three. Not saying that Wagner and Smith can't shoot the three, but another thing that they I definitely can't do it as well as Livers does. In the last like five minutes, why wouldn't they try to get more looks for Shondi Brown? He was actually making shots. True. He didn't get like any looks down the stretch. True. That didn't make any sense to me. And here's the thing. Mike Smith can only make those threes when he's stepping back. Yep. That's when he makes threes. If he's pulling up, it's probably not going to go in, even though that shot looked good and it was right there it and did. just missed. Yeah. And Wagner, I don't know what happened to him with those shots. Eli Brooks is an okay shooter, but I feel like he's much better in the corners. Um, Shondi Brown figured out how to shoot, and then they decided not to use him. So <laughs> True. Dickinson couldn't make a no free faith. throw. They missed a 1,000 layups. This was like a meant-to-be type thing for UCLA, I think. Yeah. And uh, Juzang yeah. made everything. So. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you get you got to give some props to uh, Riley because uh, Dickinson was like 50% from the field, which is not good for him. So even Especially though – And, and who was the other guy? Nwebe? Nwuba? Nwuba. Yeah, like that. he actually played more than Riley. So what I can't understand, why did Mac Etienne go there when they got that guy? What's I mean, he going to do? Aren't those guys like seniors? And Wuba is a sophomore. Okay. So good luck. But he doesn't, he doesn't play that much usually, I don't good think. Back. Good luck, little Mac. That's all I'm going to start calling him. And Wuba's hardly played this season. He had, Yeah, he, like I said, 21 minutes was the most he's played. Yeah, I mean, Mac Etienne's normally in the rotation over in Wuba. Yeah. Um, Not like, when you're uh, going against Hunter Dickinson because because <laughs> Mac Etienne looked like a junior high basketball player. He's got to put some pounds on. He's only 235 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Six nine. Anyways, <laughs> enough hating on the guy that didn't go to Illinois. Yeah, I don't know. My bad. Sorry about that. Way, but, Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I just think uh, Juwan, did he get out coached? I mean, I don't even know if we can say that. They were so bad offensively. Yeah, I don't know what he was I supposed to do. I mean, do, I, I don't guess. know if that's, if that's coaching or just that's what happens. You know? I mean, we got to give a shout-out, though, a little more of a shout-out to Johnny Juzang. Like, dropping 28 points in the Elite Eight against the number four defense in the country to get to the Final Four yeah. is no joke, especially when his team only had 51. Yeah, he was unreal. I mean, he And was... uh, he should have stayed at Kentucky, though, so that's all yeah. I'm saying. I I mean, if you say a Kentucky, they make the tournament this year. So. Well, I spoke with a Kentucky fan a few days ago, and they said who when I said Johnny Juzang. <laughs> exactly. So they don't know who he is, even though I remembered him. But, you know, speaking of which, of uh, Kentucky, real quick before we talk about some other things, Kentucky would have won the tournament last year, by the way. So everybody's lucky they didn't have one because Kentucky was going to win that easily. Yeah, I guess you can say that because nobody can argue with it. Exactly. What are you going to say? That team last year was loaded, and they're going to be good next year. But um, anyway, UCLA to the Final Four. Mick Cronin, uh, who everybody hated the hire. Maybe this is what's going to happen with Mike Woodson. If Mike Woodson can keep Trace Jackson Davis there, maybe they'll actually do something. Yeah. If he doesn't keep him there, it's going to be bad. Yeah. I hope he doesn't stay, but that's just me, unbiased. Um, <laughs> so which one of these matchups is better? Without saying Baylor Houston. Oh, you think it's Aggie UCLA? Really? Okay. Wow. Um I mean interesting. What's it, do they have the spread for the 14? Oh, geez. It's pretty low. It was only it was eight and a half last yeah, night. Yeah, but you can't make a final turn. four game twenty. 
you know, you I'd just say can't it's like it. 17 would be fair. That's around Total what it was against Oklahoma, numbers. right? Has there ever been a double digit? That has to four? be, right? Like VCU that year? Yeah. Who did VCU play in that Final Four? I don't remember, dude. That was a long time ago. It was like 2011. That was 10 years ago. I have a I'll hard time it. remembering uh, who plays for Illinois. So, All right, let's see. Here we go. Hang on. So that was the year that UConn beat Butler. I completely forgot that Butler ever made it to a national championship game. I think I was in Vegas during that. UConn Butler. I think I bet on Butler and they lost. <laughs> uh, VCU lost to Butler by eight. Now let me see if I can find a spread. VCU versus Butler 2011 Final Four spread. Three points. That's it. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, there's no way it's ever been 14. Yeah, 14 is insane. And well, this is a different situation. Probably. This is an 11 seed. What that... do you think? Uh, what do you think they'll win by, honestly? 16. I think they'll be up 25 and it'll get a little closer. I don't want to be too disrespectful to UCLA because watch UCLA win this game. I mean, come on. It could happen 0.0.0.0001% chance that they win, but. You know, Gonzaga is a team that couldn't hold their own in the Big Ten, so you never know about them, right? So, yeah. I mean, if I they mean, win a championship, I'm going to post so many things about that I, on the every first, internet platform. The first uh, first game I watched UCLA was against uh, USC, I believe. And they almost beat them, but they didn't. So I don't see, I don't see how they have a shot. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they do. This final four is not great, but I think it'll all be worth it if Gonzaga and Baylor win. You know, even though at this point, does Baylor even have a chance against Gonzaga? Probably not. I, I don't think so. I don't think anybody. Like I, I mean, obviously, this Gonzaga team is one of the best teams we've ever seen. So they're like a machine. I mean. They do everything. Somebody should check that if Mark Fuse a robot. And he probably cheats when he recruits. Whoa, too far. All right, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's real hard to say, hey, why don't you come to this private school and uh, win national championships, probably. In butt F Washington. Yeah. Nobody I even mean, cares about us because we're in the West Coast Conference and only the diehards watch us. Exactly. Only took about 26 minutes for the light to flicker on this time. How about that? Oh, man. Uh, so there are 1,069 transfers right now. Wow. Hit the 1,000 mark. Oh, it's going to hit 2,000 probably. Season's not even over yet. Someone from UCLA will transfer, I'm sure. I'm, I bet in Wuba transfers. Mark yeah. it down. He's going to transfer. He's going to be like, wow, this skinny dude's going to be playing over here next year. Job. So, Jeez. Looks lost on the basketball court. <clears throat> and uh, Drew Timmy will transfer to Illinois after this year, too. Yeah. So. I don't know if I can handle the, the mustache oh rubs. 
He is one of the all-time great players ever. So he celebrates everything, which I like because he doesn't look like an idiot while doing it, like some people. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it's easier when you're up twenty. He was was doing it when they were up like seven. So, uh, speaking of the the Michigan game, was that the worst first half of basketball you've ever seen? No. Okay. It was close. All right. I mean, Juzang helped it. So that's what my buddy missing. said. And then I said, do you guys not remember the Loyola-Oregon State game? Yeah, that game was like 9 to 8 <laughs> with like 8 minutes left. Yeah. But... I mean, all the games started out like kind of similar except for that game. Like the first three games were all the better team, Houston, Baylor, and Gonzaga were way ahead early. And yeah. then this game was like, Michigan can't do anything. It was what 28 23 at the half, UCLA. Yeah, yeah and I mean, Juzang was Juzang had I mean, 18 in the first half, I think. I mean, the fact that Arkansas was down 18 and still had a chance to win that game makes me a little worried about Baylor. Um, but when Arkansas gets going, they yeah. get running, they can be really good. So I just don't think Houston, like Houston, only has a couple guys that you can really trust in shooting threes. Like Quentin Grimes had a lot of good looks. In this tournament, he's been so up and down shooting yeah. it. Yeah, he was four of ten in the yeah. in the game. So. I just uh, I don't know. This light is flickering. I'm Sasser like, was five of thirteen. They were chucking him. They've shoot a lot of threes. How many offensive rebounds do they have? Eighteen. Nineteen. How many does Oregon State have? Offensive. Yep. Seven. Rebounds were twenty nine to forty one. It's embarrassing because they almost had more. They had 19 offensive rebounds and 22 defensive rebounds. (laughs) I mean, Oregon State has bodies too. You wouldn't think they get dominated on the boards like that. Yeah. But Mark Vidal is going to play a big role in this game if he can rebound and get his game. And you know what's amazing about Gonzaga is USC's length didn't phase them at all. No. Like USC, they were talking about is the second longest, tallest team in ba- in college basketball. Trevor was first. It was somebody that just played. Uh oh, who just got knocked out. Um give me a second. Arkansas was it Arkansas? Wasn't Arkansas, no. Um Villanova? No, it wasn't Villanova. Alabama. Get- Alabama, okay. I think. Yeah, I don't know how they do. I, I can actually find out now if it's Ken Palm related. I mean, I know that CBS has been using all these Ken Palm stats without saying Ken Palm. No, so. I'm wrong. It was Florida State. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's Florida right. State. That's that's a guarantee. So. Well, that's not really. You know, their average height is number one. So. Who's you want to find out? Florida State and oh. then USC. I believe USC was number two. Yeah. North Carolina, 7th, Purdue, 17th, Oregon State, 22nd, Kansas, Georgia. Why are you naming random teams? Gonzaga, 29th. Okay. (laughs) UCLA, 115th. That's the gap. So Gonzaga's 29th, and the next tournament team is 115. Houston, 141. Illinois, 159, by the way. Shout out. And Baylor, 216. So Gonzaga is better in every department, I guess. 
Yeah. Is Gonzaga first in offensive efficiency now? They got to be, right? Yeah. Okay. I would think first in offense, fifth in defense, sixth in tempo, third in average possession length. So first in two point percentage by a lot. Are you just going to call it now? Um, Gonzaga back to back national champions. Yes. Okay. They're Write it down. Next year. March 31st, 2021. Yeah, they're not going to win next year, but, you know, okay. they'll win this year. They got to get I, one out of the way first. That's true. That's I true. do think they'll go undefeated in the West Coast again next year. Yeah. You don't think that uh, San Francisco is going to beat them? San Diego. San Francisco beat Virginia this year. <laughs> San Diego's atrocious. Uh, the last all time the, they lost was BYU. The Just wait till they come to the Big Ten and they run the Big Ten out of the water. <laughs> I think that Gonzaga should uh, go to the, the SEC. You know, because geographical location makes no sense anymore, right? True. Like, how is West Virginia the Big 12? Sorry, smack my mic. How's Rutgers in the Big Ten? I don't know. Why is it? Ma- what do you mean, Penn State, Rutgers, um, Maryland, Maryland? Yeah, we need to Penn go back. State's to, been in it forever. We need to have the Big East with all those teams: Syracuse, uh, West Virginia, Rutgers. All go back to the Big East. Have a reunion of bring the back East. the real Big East. The ACC is just way too big. Like the Big Twelve has ten teams, and the Big Ten has fourteen. I mean, it makes no sense. Yeah, I agree. Put Nebraska in the Big Twelve, and somebody else, Northwestern, get them out. Who the hell, yeah. Northwestern should be in like the SWAC. I was say Indiana, but Northwestern is atrocious. What a That's joke true. they are. They should be in the MVC. That's a little much. Um, the MVC is way too good for them. Uh, so let's think about this now. All right. Who are the four best players left in this tournament, and why are they all from Gonzaga? <laughs> My so Heather asked me last night. She's or I think it was last night. She's like, so Gonzaga is really that good? I said, yeah, they got four of the best players in the country. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. There you go. Um, I mean, I'm going to put Ju Zhang in there because I'm not disrespecting him. My wife, my my wife also thinks his name is Juice Egg, so she's like, it's "Close enough." Why do they keep saying Juice Egg? Like, how come his name's spelled different? I said that's not what they're saying. You got you got to listen. So it's the voices, you know. Yeah. I don't even know who's calling that. It's game. It's hard to hear. Who was calling that game? I don't know. But he was a big uh, fan of Juice Egg. Come on, come on, come on. I lost it. Oh, wait. No. Wait, no. Was it Kevin Harlan? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't even remember. I don't have any idea. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the four best players are obviously Drew Timmy, Jalen Suggs, Corey Kispert, and uh, Davion Mitchell. So there you go. If you want to add four more, you probably add... Andrew Nimhard or Ajolai, really either one. Um, Quentin Grimes, Jared Butler, Macy, Johnny Jusek. I mean, any of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say anybody from Houston. I said Quentin Grimes at the second. Oh, floor. did you? I didn't hear. Yeah. Sorry. Everyone else in Houston, like, come on. 
Dijon is a good player, but I'm good on that. And if you want to add uh, Mark Few to the list of players, you could do that too. True. Because um, he's a robot. He is, yeah. And like Anton Watson came off the bench last night. He had to have like three steals. I mean, he was knocking everything out of the way. And every time, like 25% of the time you reach, you call for a foul, even if you True. just touch the ball. So these officials don't know what they're doing. I mean, let's be honest. It's, it's, it's just so inconsistent, but that's – that's officiating. I mean, I guess you know you don't want you don't want robots, you know, out there officiating games. So I feel like Bo Borowski's the king of like. Speaking of failing uh, teams, how's that ref doing? That was that was a scary situation. I think they said he wasn't going to the hospital. Then they said he was going to the hospital. Okay. I don't know. Well, hopefully he's good. I think I think I think he said that it was dehydration, but he doesn't know, so they got to do testing and stuff, but. It makes sense. It looked like, that's what it looked, like. it looked like. He passed out. Yeah, and, shouldn't have uh, drank so much the night before. That's too far. Um, true, true. So Gonzaga has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that play basically, uh, and one of them is that transfer from Southern Illinois, who was like three for three from three last night. So you don't have to have a big rotation to, to win in the tournament because Abilene and Christian had like a 30-man rotation and they did win a game in the tournament, which is cool. But True. Um, so let's think about matchups here for UCLA and Zaga and like who's going to match up against who. So I think Suggs is going to be able to take – Suggs or Nimhard will be able isn't to this, take away. Isn't this what the next show's for? Tiger Campbell. Yeah, but we, we don't, we're not going to make predictions in this game. Okay. And the next show is going to feature guests. So probably guess. So okay. we'll talk about it with them. So it's just a different deal. All right, we got yeah. about three minutes left of the show here. Okay. Sounds good. I got to go to work sometime. So Suggs can take away Campbell. You could have Ayai or Nimard take away Juzang. Um, either one. And then the one that doesn't guard Juzang guards uh, Bernard. Mm-hmm. Kispert will take away Hawkes. And then Timmy will eat Riley alive because he's bigger yeah so it's just it's not going to be fair it's not going to be fun to watch either what game is this game first or is the other game second this is the second game which is unfortunate but whatever means i can go go to bed early on saturday yes people (laughs) don't understand how good gonzaga is defensively like they look at their offense but their defense is extremely good i was i was very impressed by their defense yesterday and the guys that come off the bench can defend too and this light won't stop flickering for some reason. So, you know, I just uh, – it's not a great matchup for UCLA, I would say. I mean, they could match up against any of these three teams and they wouldn't win. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll get a more of a read on it. Give it a couple of days here by Friday. We'll we'll know really exactly what's going on. We'll probably nail the score and make a million dollars or something probably somehow. But True. you know how it is. Uh, so, I guess that'll be that for this and that and such. <laughs> Um, and such, yes, we'll be back Friday, right? Yeah, I mean, Friday night ish. Yeah, I think uh, that you got to look at it this way that I don't know what I was gonna say, but there you go. You got any final comments? Nope. Hey, I'm, I'm just glad we're we got to the final four, we're gonna crown Gonzaga national champions. Um, 
you know, it's been a long year, so it's it nice, has. To, nice um, to have this back. And next year, we should go to New Orleans for the Final Four. I hear that Jeff Goodman's going to be buying everybody drinks. Talk me into it. I wouldn't do it, but, you know. I know. You don't like being around people. <laughs> uh, if Illinois is there, then that would be fun, but yeah, they won't okay. be because they're an embarrassing program at this point. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, we'll make our predictions and such. It's definitely not going to be Gonzaga and Baylor who's picked, so that's how <laughs> right? that is. Yeah, this is a perfect no outro, chance. and that'll be that, and then it's 